I'm Neil Tombay, and this is Muscle Memory, a podcast that explores the decisions we don't think about much, but probably should. And now, today's episode. It is very difficult as a parent to keep your cool when your child has had a potty accident. And that's one of the things that made our morning complicated today. Uh, I was in the kitchen making lunch and Bo was on a kitchen stool with me at our island in the middle of our kitchen. And he was, you know, eating some apples that I'd cut for him. It was actually very delightful. And all of a sudden I look over, uh, he's to my left, and he, and he has this grimace face, which uh, for about a half second I think, is he choking? Is he, is he able to breathe? And then about a half second later I realize that that's his poop face. And I ask him if he has to go to the bathroom. And he says, poo-poo, as he always does. And I checked, and he was he was dry. So I still took him. But then when I got him to the bathroom, I realized that he had gone, uh, had an accident uh, that was not related to wetness, I guess you could say. And uh, all of a sudden, my anger level starts to rise because we have been going through a lot of learning, both our son and my wife and I, around toilet training. Uh, And it's been very, very challenging for us and for him and for everyone concerned. And it's a challenging process. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have challenges and struggles because it's tough, right? But what I don't like about myself in these situations is that I get angry and what is good is that I don't yell and scream and fight and stuff when I get angry but the feeling of anger is uncomfortable for me I don't like the feeling of anger and what I've been thinking about around this season of our life with potty training is how when things catch you off guard it's very difficult to control your emotions. And I I use control kind of haphazardly there for a reason I'll get to in a second. But it is, it's hard when uh, your kid has an accident or your kid knocks something over or you run over a stick with your lawnmower when you're mowing the lawn and it shreds and goes everywhere and hits something or something like that. It's hard to not be mad at another person or an object or yourself. And the real key decision here that I've been trying to pick apart is, how do I react when something catches me off guard? Because on the one hand, a one way to address this situation is to never be off guard and to always have your guard up, but that's a really difficult way to live, and that's not a way that I want to live, especially when I'm at home around my family. I just want to not have my guard up all the time. So then if I reject this assumption of keeping my guard up all the time, I have to expect that there will be things that happen that catch me off guard. And the question is, how do I react to those things? And the default position for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, is to have some some sort of uncontrollable emotion 
like anger or sadness or joy or whatever it is. And that's really difficult uh, because I don't like feeling angry. I mean, I, I like feeling joy, but if I have my guard down, I should expect to have some moments of unexpected joy and some moments of unexpected anger. And so one of the things that I have thought about is, you know, how do I count to 10? How do I control my emotion and suppress it so that I don't get angry in the first place? And that's an approach that is on one side of the coin. And the other side of the coin is an approach that I hadn't really considered before maybe three or four months ago. Uh, I was in a very difficult spot of anxiety and stress about work and family, extended family. All of, all of this created a perfect storm uh, in the fourth quarter of 2018 and the first quarter of this year, 2019. And I started to get in the habit of doing five minutes of meditation at my desk at work before I started my day. Uh, I'd read a little bit about meditation. I figured I'd give it a try because I just had to do something because the level of anxiety and stress I was living with was destroying me, to be quite honest. And I use this app called Glow, which is something my wife has been subscribing to for online yoga classes. Think of it as a Netflix for yoga and meditation. And they do some Pilates, I think, too. And so I started doing this practice and I came across a teacher, David. Uh, I'll have to maybe check his last name and, and put it in the show notes here. But he has a five minute class called Meditation for High Stress. And counterintuitively, I've never come across this before, though it's not you know, an uncommon idea is instead of trying to be calm and control your emotions, his focus in that meditation is to feel the emotion as quickly and as deeply as possible so that it can be fully expressed and be done. And I think that's a very interesting notion. Instead of, you know, trying to, you know, control the emotion, the idea is to let it wash over you so that you can get back to normalcy quickly. And I think that's a very interesting approach to this very critical muscle memory decision of how do I react when something catches me off guard? Because eventually if something catches you off guard, I may be angry for three days uh, at the beginning. Uh, and eventually I'm not going to be angry anymore. And there might be some residual anger, but I'm not going to be effusively outwardly angry where anger is the most present thing on my mind. Now the question is, how do I reduce that cycle if I assume that there are things that are going to make me angry? And I think that assumption is a fair one. There will be things that make me angry if I choose to live in a way where I'm not always with my guard up. And I think David Wagner, I believe is his last name, in his meditation for high stress says, accept that you will be angry, accept that you will have strong emotions, accept that you will have high stress, feel them as deeply as you can so that you can move on. And I don't know what the right answer is. And maybe it's some combination of doing both. And it probably is. Most difficult things require a paradoxical response where it's not doing one thing or the other, but rather doing both. But this morning, 
I tried to put into practice this idea of feeling this emotion fully so that I could let it go quickly and cycle through this process of being angry as quickly as possible, which I thought was a, a pretty decent lesson that I'm glad that I came across by accident because of starting this practice of meditation uh, when I start my day at work. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Muscle Memory. Uh, if you, this episode gave you a thought or a reflection or a question, I really would love to hear from you. Uh, you can leave me a voice message. Uh, a link to do that is in the show notes. And if you like uh, this episode or like this show in general, I'd really appreciate it if you left a review or shared it with a friend so that other people can find the show and participate in this conversation, which I think is really important. And if you want to hear more from me, uh, the blog that inspired this podcast and that this podcast grew out of is on my website, which you can find at neiltambe.com slash blog. Looking forward to seeing you next time.